0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today.
1: First and 10 at the Giants 41. Snap to Prescott. Well protected. Deep down the right side. Gallup in the end zone. He caught it.
2: Touchdown to Michael Gallup. What a throw and what a catch. 41 yards. Brad Sham with the call on this radio station. This is your home for America's team, and this is the Expressway, y'all. We are commercial-free for the next 40 minutes with a Green Day ticket giveaway coming up at some point in time this segment. I'm Sean Shreve alongside RJ Choppy and our Cowboys insider Bobby Belt. We got Peyton and Ryan setting us up live on the fan cam, live on Twitch, and live on YouTube. And, oh, man, I've been waiting 24 hours. Plus, to play this clip for Bobby because he was not able to.
3: You enjoy. You guys enjoy this segment. I just, I'm hungry. You guys can play this audio.
2: Well, you don't even know what it is, and you're prejudging it. Uh, Mike Bassick has been very excited for me to play
3: this audio for Bobby as well. Tells me everything I need to know right there.
2: On the telecast, Bobby was at the stadium, couldn't hear. Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth. The two of these guys... Start waxing poetic. I love that phrase. What does that really mean, waxing? You're going, you're going, you're just. I mean, I I know know. what it means, but, and you don't know either. I have no idea. Uh, (laughs) These two guys just start going overboard about their sit down with Dak Prescott before the Eagles game and what his experience has been like in the Mike McCarthy offense. Bobby, turn the radio up.
1: When we see Dak before the Giants game week one, He's talking about this footwork and trying to time it up and then before the san francisco game now it's like he's preaching to us almost like you guys should try this really it's almost like somebody learning a language and then learning how to speak it fluently yeah and he was
0: like selling
1: us something wasn't it (laughs) it was it was unusual and like guys i can't believe it's taken me i played football all these years and it's taken me this long to figure out everything i was doing was wrong and now I'm I just, all you got to do is go one, two, and then you take off and run. And it was like he had just cracked the code on the game itself.
2: Wow. What an endorsement for Mike McCarthy. Helping Dak basically discover what playing quarterback could be like. One, two, mm. out. He's cracked the code that Dak was going overboard and selling these guys. You got, you, you got to try this. I'm telling you. This is something that's revolutionary, and I didn't know about this until I had Coach run this offense.
1: It's almost as if Mike McCarthy has won a Super Bowl before, uh, and he's not the bumbling boob that people make him out to be just to give Sean Payton a little more credit.
2: <laughs> and that he's worked with some Hall of Fame-type quarterbacks. May, may, may know Maybe two of them. the quarterback position.
3: May have, may have an idea. He may know. Um, Would have been great to see that on display the first five weeks of the season before the quarterback had to take over, huh?
1: I mean, look, it's uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, however, it's not like there are nothing. There's no uh, concepts of McCarthy, his offense going on right now.
3: Hence, it looks much more like the offense last year than the one that Minus was in the, the first five weeks here. Curl
2: routes. See if this is dumbing it down too much. Um, what they were showing also over and over is part of the reason that Dak is using his legs so much better. Is the quick decision of one two out. Orlovsky was showing the Brandon Cooks throw yesterday, and he's like, if Dak Prescott hesitates, remember he had this issue with that extra hitch where it looked like he was indecisive, what we're seeing a lot of from Jalen Hurts right now. Yep. When he gave that two and a half hitch, the play's over, the windows close, you are sacked. And that hitch is not taking place anymore. And the way I'm dumbing it down, Bobby, in all seriousness even though I would like to troll you and get you worked up here in this segment. I'd like to calculate the number of two-step, three-step drops that Dak has had this year compared to years past and even earlier in the season. When I saw the one-two out, one-two-three out, and everything was a three-yard pass, a four-yard pass, a five-yard pass, the slants, lack of deep balls, I was like, okay, that is clear to me with my eyes that this is what Mike McCarthy wants to do. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting the one, two out, one, two, three out to be gone at this point in time now in the year, after McCarthy, Dak, whoever did it, made the changes to go more downfield. So that's the way I'm thinking about it in my mind. I'm like, oh, they're still highlighting one, two, three out. And that is West Coast in my in my head. More West Coast. Um, and 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 that's how I was saying, okay, maybe, maybe this is a McCarthy impact that's still being felt. That's the way I was taking it in. I don't, that's, I do believe, I do believe that Mike McCarthy, and I agree with the change to start the season, scrapped a plan. Somebody scrapped the plan. I'm just trying to figure out how much of what McCarthy wanted to change is still in effect today with his offense versus Kellens.
3: It, I mean, look, we've talked about this. It does not, you don't have to have like a PhD in football or even have the All-22 or anything else to sit down, watch the offense on Sundays and go, something changed after week five. Like you can see the offense is not the same one that they were trying to get into place. Everything that he was trying to do with the rhythm, the timing and the tempo and get the ball out and keep the ball out of the middle of the field, that has gone away. I think that just logically, if somebody were to look at it, what are the odds that McCarthy just on his own went, well, let's scrap everything that I've been trying to install the entire
4: offseason. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget.
0: So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash recommend today.
3: After five weeks, especially when it came after a week when CD Lamb was incredibly animated on the sideline against San Francisco, was incredibly frustrated. And then when we hear Dak and CD talking during the week, they talk about how, yeah, look, a lot of us as players, we met, we talked about some things and said, hey, let's – Let's air these things out. Let's get everything out on the table. Talk about what we need to do. Yada, yada, yada. That, I think, is more indicative of, I think you, the likeliest thing, you can piece some things together and say, the likely scenario is that the coaching staff got a lot of feedback from a lot of players that said, hey, we got we to gotta change some things up. And to his credit, it, they did, it looks like. And Bassick's point
2: in, in calling me yesterday, besides talking about Dwight Powell hurting Kyrie, was... Yes, you go on TV and you you hype up your coach. You say nice things. Mm-hmm. This clip was really overboard. Play it one more time, Pepe, and then we'll get to Dak sitting down with Jason Garrett, which I thought was very insightful as well. It seemed like this this wasn't your normal, usual pregame interview complimenting, complimenting those you work with.
1: When we see Dak before the Giants game week one, he's talking about this footwork and trying to t- time it up. And then before the San Francisco game, now it's like he's preaching to us almost like you guys should try this really it's almost like somebody learning a language and then learning how to speak it fluently yeah and he was like selling us something right wasn't yeah. it yeah. it was it was unusual and like guys i can't believe it's taken me i played football all these years and it's taken me this long to figure out everything i was doing was wrong and now i'm I just all you gotta do is go one two and then you take off and run it was like he had just cracked the code on the game itself yeah, <laughs> he didn't crack the code. It's just like it's the natural progression of an athlete as they get older. They figure things out. It's not even it's just an athlete, it's anybody at work. It's anybody like you, you there, there's it just clicks. Like, and, and Sims has talked about this for years. Like, when he got older, he got like 36, 30. He's like, Phil, I, my, Phil. So my body broke down, but my brain was had never been smarter about the game. And the the trick is to be healthy enough. When you figure the game out to where you have this amazing stretch uh, where you know the answers to the test and you can still make all the throws, Dak's no different. It's not, it's not. It's not a change in anything. It's just that he's he's figured out he's figured out the game. Like he's making decisions. He's processing things quicker. That's all quarterbacking is. Yeah. Quarterbacking isn't having this cannon of an arm. It's just processing things.
2: That's why Brock Purdy's off to such a fast start. You know, he is, process is he faster, is this yeah. Sean McVay, Jared Goff connection that we heard about early in LA and Purdy is executing what Kyle wants on the field, despite not having all the physical advantages. And then you have Dak sit down with Jay Jeezy. I thought Jason Garrett did a nice job. If I ever awkwardly run into him again as he's eating a salmon cone fantastic. and drinking some Camus red wine, Great that, cone. that's what I'm going to tell him. I'm gonna be Great like, salmon cone. But you did a very, very nice job with the Dak Prescott interview, and Dak talked about with Jason Garrett on NBC, what changed after the
5: 49er embarrassment? That that one surprised me. You know that that one went into that game prepared, went into that game ready. Uh, personally, thought the team did, thought we were ready to go, and uh, just to get punched in the mouth the way we did, it was a great wake up, humbling call for us and for this team. And understanding, yeah, it, it it's about our journey, but we've got to make sure we're crossing our T's, dotting our eyes, and doing every little thing right when you when you play other other great teams like that because they got the best of us that day and. Uh, we we didn't fight the way that we should have through the end. And so I think, you know, that pissed everybody off, everybody in the building off. And so, raised the focus up a little bit more, heightened the detail. And uh, I think as a few of us changed, you know, we went to this, to the game plan, changing how we want to attack guys and uh, being able to throw the ball more, spread teams out. Uh, You know, after the game, I realized I need to use my feet. I need to be more mobile. Maybe it's, you know, extending plays, allowing these guys to get open after the initial play. Uh, And a lot of good things have happened since then. At this point, We're really just trying to build and and put the best versions of ourselves out there each and every week, getting better.
2: Wow, great answer. And Bobby has a question for Jerry at 830 of, was that Sam Fran thing, something that maybe saved the season? Because that was their their intervention. That was their intervention (sighs) moment of this has to change, something has to change, and it has. Because you and I walked in here the next morning,
1: and we just kind of like, I don't say so we laughed. We were like, well, "What are we gonna do?" Like we we were not distraught. Yeah, we were like, "This, this is that showed us that it's it over." Is, it we is. Know what we know
2: we are. it it, it, well, yeah, it is what it is. And then. He talked a little bit more with Jason Garrett about the concerted effort to push the ball downfield more.
5: We want to be aggressive, and you've got to you've got to take your shots, and I don't think we were doing that early enough. I mean, Coach McCarthy would be the first to say that, and so now it's about you give us one-on-one and you want to challenge us, we're, we're going to challenge you. See if you can keep up and you can run with the guys that we have, and we're going to take the top off of it, and then from there, we'll open up other things and, and, and play the game that we want to, and so... Uh, yeah, that's we, we've got to be aggressive, and you're gonna get our fastball, and that's taking the shot.
2: How do you maintain it?
5: Continuing to, to be who we are and build off of what we've done. We can't get away from taking our shots. I can't get away from being mobile. Can't get away from our tempo and our speed. Um, and, and at the end of the day, when adversity comes, stick together. Stick together, and that's that's what's so special about this locker room, the brotherhood, the culture, everything that we've created. Is is we've got the men to do that, and um, we've got something special building.
3: Look, I think that. The interesting thing there is, we weren't taking enough shots early, which is something that whenever we we talked about that, you remember McCarthy was getting annoyed how every week through the first five weeks it was like, "So where's the deep passing game?" and and Jerry too, they were getting annoyed with it.
2: But I think Stop that's the asking thing. me about Brandon Cooks, basically.
3: Yeah, and and I think that that's something where it it starts to move the needle when the players start asking, "Where is this? Why is it?" That? and that's. Essentially, what Dak just told you is that they got too early on in the season. They were not taking enough deep shots. And he goes, I think the I think coach McCarthy would be the first to tell you that would agree with that, because I think that they've had an evolution to realize, okay, you can't just pressure everything horizontally across the football field and run all these West Coast concepts. It's not working. It's I I remember I came in after the San Francisco game and I said to you guys, the first thing at 6 a.m. was you have to pick your scheme or your quarterback here. Like, you have to pick which one you want to be married to. If this Mm. is the scheme you want to be married to, fine. Get rid of your quarterback then because the quarterback's not going to function in this system. And I think they all had that same reckoning and realized, all right, we got to change some things up. And it is different. This isn't just implementing things. They weren't holding stuff back for the first month of the season. Whatever you had in your bag, you were going to throw at San Francisco. And I think when they – how often have we seen in the last couple years, San Francisco has forced their hand. Made them go, oh, we got to go become a more physical football team. Oh, we got to change this. It happened again. It just happened in mid-season, and I think people didn't realize, and they think it's just it all came to being. No, it's San Francisco pushed them again to go, time to change, got to change things again.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, they did. I also think there's a chance that, and I don't want to say they were holding things back, but I, I do think a lot of teams now do do this. They they look at the first handful of games of the season and then adjust to how how it's going and, and maybe not roll out a 2.0 but 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 have things ready to go when that time hits that they've gone through those three, four, five games and they need to make adjustments.
2: What I'm dying to really know, and it'll happen, it may never happen, if it happens, it'll be off the record. What I'm dying to know is, does Dak Prescott really love working with and respect Mike McCarthy's offense as much as that NBC clip says? That's what I'm dying to know off the record. 'Cause it felt like everyone was a fan of Kellen and I just I just I would just love to hear compare and contrast. It'll never take place on the record, but off the record, if all this is like one thousand percent legit, like, oh my gosh, he changed my game. This 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 West Coast offense is a basic foundation of what we're doing. Yes, we changed things up to go more downfield. I'm just dying to know what he really thinks about McCarthy as an offensive mind.
3: I probably I think, I think they are... I think they're in a good place right now. I really do. Mm-hmm. They are. I don't think it's always been great between them. Yeah. And I think that that's something... I think Dak is a pro and McCarthy's a pro and they're not necessarily gonna air out whatever friction is there. I don't think they view it as productive, but... I don't think – I think it'd be a little naive to believe that the four years they have spent here working together, it's just been a great time the whole time. Yeah, I don't think that's been the and,
2: case. And I think you can see the improvement on the sidelines, that you can see their, their chemistry with each other and the body language. Now, look, they're kicking everybody's ass, so a lot better and easier to get along during that. But you can see Dak and Mike, uh, you know, ho-humming it up, you know, with the back pats and, yeah. oh, wow, you want to give him an award for the appendix surgery? You think that's – you know, you want to give him the Medal of Honor?
3: You don't say that stuff unless you're – closer with someone I think it's I think it's I think it's gotten to a point where I think they are good right now but that's just the thing is that I think that by contrast again not everybody people aren't going to want to air those things out there but you can I I think it's easy to tell that heading into the season Dak wasn't thrilled with some of the discussion that was coming out of the Cowboys coaching staff yeah because they wanted to neuter him and I think that (laughs) and, and the reality is you got rid of two coaches that he was really close with That's regardless of it, and and Doug Nussmeyer, the quarterback's coach, regardless of if you are in a good place there or you recognize, oh, they're doing things for my best or whatever else, no one's going to be happy with that. And that's, I think, just a reality. And it's taking some time, but I think they're in a good spot right now. Peyton, what are the Tolos
2: saying before we get to Ask Reddit?
1: The 216 says Mike McCarthy is just clearly better than Kellen Moore. Just admit it. Uh, 469 says McCarthy is a future Hall of Famer coach already. And McCarthy, another
4: Tolo Texan, in, McCarthy isn't, isn't an idiot. He also had Rodgers and now Dak Prescott.
2: Wow. A lot of uh, Mike McCarthy support. he needs another title. Yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer he right now. Title. Yeah. A lot of uh, McCarthy support on the truckwreck.com.